Good afternoon, Ben. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm a guy with a camera here. If you die, can I have your car? Sweet. <laughs> Curious rambling. <laughs> good afternoon, Albert. <laughs> good afternoon, Ben. How are you? It's good. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? How's yeah, the, doing well. How's the Achilles? The Achilles is getting better. So, I was doing a bit of research. I think I might have had Achilles tendonitis, but then again, it seems to be recovering pretty quickly. And then every time I hop in the water and use my ankle again, it flares up and it's quite sore. And as you know, I live in a two-story house. So going up and down the stairs just seems to trigger it again. So You get triggered. I get triggered. Just like a millennial. Just yeah, triggered. I get triggered. Um, um, so when we went bodyboarding, so I bought new fins yep. a, a little while ago. And the night I came back, my Achilles was, I thought I'd ruptured it or something because I could not walk. It was terrible. And you were in the water for two hours. I was, I was in the water for five hours that yeah. day. Mine healed overnight though, so I am some sort of superman. <laughs> you are just an old, just old, old dude. <laughs> and then, yeah, so on Wednesday, I actually went down to the beach, flew the drone. Um, Adrian got a couple of ripper waves. It was pumping on the Wednesday. Yeah, it was I saw really good. the video looked good. I just, uh, just can't drag myself out of bed and then risk it being shit because the Bureau of Meteorology, the bomb, <laughs> the Bureau of Meteorology is just You sound terrible. like one of our guests that we're going to have on soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My language is not the first. Um, but yeah, and I just hate getting to the beach. How many times have we been down there? And it's like, going to be pumping 2.5, yep. you know, and then you get there and it's just glass. To like, be fair, that's mostly summer. Yeah, but at least some of the expectation is set, like you sort of know. But yeah. when you go down in winter and it's just, it's heartbreaking. So I went down, took the drone, didn't go in the water to give my Achilles a bit of a rest. And when I got there, I was thinking, oh my God, I would just love to be in the water. There was barely anyone there in our old stomping grounds of Brighton, South Brighton. Adrian looked like he was getting out pretty easily. He was. Yeah. He was, yeah. So it was good. Yeah, excellent. Before we go on and ask you how your week has been. Because you don't care. We've got a beer in front of us. Mm, so we do. It is Swiss National Day on the Monday, so I thought, why not? Let's try Swiss beer a few days before, as this podcast will be released on the Monday. So I've got Kalunda in front of me. Kalunda is a Swiss beer from Graubünden, which is in southern eastern Switzerland. It's where I lived for quite a while, and it's a lager. It's twenty-one on the bitterness scale, so it's Typical lager, low, so it should be easy to drink. And this brewery was actually founded in 1780. You, got, you Europeans have a lot of old breweries. Yeah. What do you remember about drinking this beer for the first time? I remember rocking up to your place in Kua, right? Yeah. And there was a big tower that said Kalunda. Yes. And it had the Heineken. Is it owned by Heineken? It's owned by Heineken. Owned now. by Heineken. Yep. It had the, the red star, I think it was. And uh, you brought out this beer Kalunda and it was just delightful it was just, I think we just spent most of our Swiss time just drinking Kalunda it's quite cheap over there too Kalunda's pretty cheap and we were drinking Viva Viva the there's a supermarket called Corp or Coop and they have this real cheap beer which is also brewed by Kalunda Greek pre-guarantee uh -huh. yeah 50 francs 50 cents that tastes exactly like I remember. It's so good. <laughs> could do if you brought back a kebab from Arkadesh as well. I would just be the happiest person in the world right now. So Domenica's mum, she was over a few weeks ago, and I requested a couple of cans for this podcast. I think getting her to bring um, 
<laughs> kebab would have been a, a bit too bit of a stretch. I think she would have got taken aside at yeah, uh, okay. Perth Airport. <laughs> That's yeah, damn. And should be on border security. <laughs> no, no English, English, <laughs> English. So what else have you been doing this week? I've had a pretty boring week. I've been watching Hunted. I've been loving that. Uh, have yeah. you watched any of that yet? I yes, I watched a couple of. Not, I don't think full episodes, but it was on telly. I think they do catch up on the weekends. Yeah. So I watched uh, one where they had. Uh, I think there was a, a capture of a couple of ladies that were sitting at a bus stop and the bus driver dobbed me in. And then I saw yeah. on Twitter there was a big backlash saying, don't trust anyone named George, especially if it's a bus driver or something. <laughs> they're, they're, they're ripping it. I feel sorry for this poor bloke. He's, George is the new Karen? I think he's, yeah, the, the male <laughs> equivalent of Karen because they put the big billboards up. They yeah, say, have yeah. a call and then call for a reward. So he was yeah. just like, sweet, I'm going to get some money. These two clowns are sitting here. And then they get up to run away from the hunters and they're basically power walking <laughs> pretty much with their backpacks on. So, yeah, that was funny. And then the Aussie guy, the WA guys, I saw taunting yeah. the yeah. hunters. I'm not sure what's eventuated with that. I didn't, One of them's a cop. Yeah. So I think he should do pretty well. They're still in it. Yeah. And I think if they didn't taunt, I reckon they would win it or they'd at least get yeah. through the three weeks. But yeah. we'll have to see what happens. They're still in it. Okay. When does it air? Is it Sunday nights, is it? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Okay. Uh, but I've enjoyed it. It's yep. been um, cool. It just always makes you think, What do you, how How would you approach it? It seems, I, I mean, those two ladies who were just sitting at a bus stop seemed pretty dumb. But there was that other lady, she had a limp or something like that, and she went back to the Flinders train yeah, station. Yeah. And she evaded them. She was limping and she had a hat. They knew she was there and she got on the train and off it went. I'm not sure what happened after that. But I figured they'd just go, so she's on this train, let's just drive to the next stop and pick her up or something. I don't know. Yeah, they did get her though. They did? Yeah. Good. Because I thought she's just limping away through this. She was lucky to even make it that far. Yeah, okay. But other than that, what did I do? Nothing really interesting. Went down, as I said, took the drone down, got a parking ticket, which is annoying. Ooh, how much? $65. But I realized apparently you don't have to pay them. It's not a fine. It's a breach of contract or... So it's these people that Wilson Car Park, I guess, uh, contract out their parking yeah. fines. So... Mm-hmm. I went and Googled it. So I guess I've got a question for people. Should I pay it or not? I've seen on Google people saying, don't pay it. You don't have to. So is it and from the city of Sterling? Who's no, it's not. Point? It's from an independent okay. contractor, I guess. Sweet. Don't pay it. And it says to appeal, go on the website to appeal. To pay, go on the website. The website doesn't work. Oh. So you sure it's not just some Nigerian prince trying to get some money from you? <laughs> no, I've rocked up. I knew that we were a little bit late. Yeah. We were. This was at actually Nova. We went and met with Nova to discuss a few things, advertising opportunities, and came back, I knew we were a little bit late, and then I saw the ticket on the car, yeah. and the guy was there two minutes before I got there. Right. And I saw him walking up, and yeah. I walked up to him, and I said, oh, we came back down, but my co-worker, she's pregnant, so I had to go back up and show her where the toilet was, which uh-huh. is a complete lie. Yeah, okay. Oh, and he goes, yeah, just just go and appeal, yeah. and just go on the website, and the website doesn't work. So. Would you like my pigeon picture so you can pay? I told her about that, and she yeah. wants to see it, but I've got it on my phone, the pigeon so picture. I'm yeah. definitely going to have to show her that. <laughs> yep. It's hilarious. And other than that, yeah, not too much. What are your thoughts on the whole Manly <coughs> Sea Eagles thing? Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces in the media about the seven Manly players who don't yeah. want to wear the Pride jerseys due to yeah. religious beliefs, I yeah. think is, I don't know if that's your excuse. or yes, it is. It's an excuse, is it? Well, that's their... That's why they're not... It's a legitimate reason, though. It's not the first time this has come up, though, I think, because I think another player had something, maybe it wasn't for the Pride Week or something, but their stance was it would affect their stance in their community or something like that, which, I don't know, I guess there's two sides to it. 
Mm. But um, you're playing for a club. Yeah. So you, I guess you have to wear whatever jersey they, they ask you to wear. Yeah. But I don't know. What do you think? I think religion and sports always a tricky thing. Or let's say religion and politics is always a tricky subject. I think they should just wear it and get over it. It's these people... F- their background, they're from Samoa Tonga and those mm-hmm. islands, and it's a little bit funny that their religion, are they, are they they're really Catholic, Catholics? they're yeah. Catholic, so yeah. it's relatively new for them, mm-hmm. Do you know, was it, a couple of hundred years old, I just think it's a bit of a joke that they're so religious. Yeah, okay. They had some missionaries come over and they threw all their beliefs out the window and they decided to, yeah. <laughs> was, uh, they're also sponsored by I hate uh, religion. gambling um, yeah, as well. yeah, so, so there's gambling, so yeah, there's all that, this. Yeah. The whole religion thing, probably shouldn't talk about it too much because it just it does annoy me a little Actually. bit how... Yeah, anyway. How was your week? I've got more stuff to talk about, but how's your week? My week was boring. I, literally, <laughs> I was sitting here thinking, what have I done this week? And I was like, I woke up on Monday, I went to work, uh, cooked some dinner, I went to bed. And rinse, what else did you do? Rinse and repeat. Probably the most exciting thing that's happened. So Lorenzo from work... Yeah. He, uh, we're really, he's really getting into hamburgers and mm-hmm. I've been imparting my knowledge like a Jedi to his Padawan <laughs> learner and he's been running with it and he's got, he's hooked on burgers now and yeah. he went, he actually found a place that sells the, the burger patties or the mints that Varsity use for their burgers. Oh yeah. So he went, he drove out to Varsity and he brought me back a little gift pack of, uh, burgers and mm. buns and cheese and so I was like, oh man, thanks, that's so good and I cooked up one that night, double, double cheeseburger so good it was so good it was the highlight of my week thus far you love your burgers I do love my burgers Lorenzo I think loves them more Burger Ben he is just smashing through them like two dollar hookers would you change your name to Benjamin Burger if some company sponsored me to do it how much like I'd like a weekly you know that set for life $20,000 a month that'd probably do okay yeah so you change your name to Benjamin Burger Benjamin Burgers oh Burgers Burgers or Burger whatever would that be my middle name or last name? No, your last name. Yeah, okay. It's already been changed once anyway, so <laughs> what does it really matter? Has it been changed? Well, we removed the E from Botka. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Just to do that. That's the old, uh, yeah. the old German background. Yeah, that's right. Boetka. Boetka. Um, I washed my car, my brand new car, on, on Sunday. Yeah. And I'm pretty oh. sure I put a scratch on it. Oh, how did you do that? A grain of sand? Must have been a grain of sand or something like that. Yeah, a couple of scratches around the, the fuel tank area. So I'm going to try and figure out and buff those out somehow. They're very superficial. You must have been fuming. I'm still fuming. I'm thinking about crashing it into a tree so I can get a new one. <laughs> just, I could see you just staring at your car for a length of time yeah. and even staring back and then having a look at yeah. different oh, angles. It's not that and bad. Like, oh, no, shit. Oh, it's from terrible. this angle, it's okay. Yeah. And then a tear rolls down my eye. <laughs> But yeah, it's very frustrating that I go to clean my car. And Your like, cleaning got the better of you this yeah, time. Yeah, that's, that's right. Damn you, fate. <laughs> I have a question for you. It's actually something that intrigues me immensely. And we touched on it a little bit last week with Andrew. But I'm surprised that we haven't really spoke about it until now. UFOs and aliens. Mm. Do you reckon in our lifetime we will learn more or we will come across them? It's really hard question to contemplate and answer because i do think about this quite a lot (laughs) quite a lot so i think that it's ridiculous for anybody to think that we there's no life in the unit in the even our galaxy and the universe just given the sheer quantity you know there's like a billions of stars with Mm -hmm. which all have their own solar systems and planets and and such just our galaxy alone and there are billions of galaxies so you think the likelihood of life not existing. Now, it doesn't have to be, I'm not yeah. saying intelligent life. I'm yeah. just saying maybe there are dinosaurs out there or something like yeah. that. Um, 
is There's a couple of cells. Well, it could just you know we started you know from single cell organisms and yeah. then eventually caught out into the on the water. So I think absolutely. But then I also think about the the, the universe is thirteen point seven billion years old. Point eight. Who's counting? And then who's counting? What's a what's a billion years? <laughs> point eight or point one of a billion years between friends? <laughs> and I think like so right now, if, like we're around, but yeah. If we try to you know someone if we left our planet to get to the nearest star, it's something mm-hmm. like. 60 million light years or 6 million yeah. light years or something away so we go to find someone they, they may well be extinct by the time we get yeah. there so it's just yeah it's just... do you think it's more likely someone will find us or have people found or have life forms found us like oh. you see all this all this um, stuff's coming out in the US which was I think partly or Tom DeLong's quite responsible for that yeah and that's starting to come out a lot of videos coming out stuff that's being declassified by the military yeah do you think life has actually visited us and uh, monitoring us i don't know there was some uh brian cox he's a physicist or an astrophysicist or something like that and i've heard him on a few podcasts mm. and he was talking i can't remember the details of the specifics but he mentioned some sort of paradox or something like that saying yeah. that if there was intelligent life out there uh that was able to travel you know interstellar they should have reached us by now because mm-hmm. their reach should have expanded yeah to you know us already yeah given the age of the, of the universe and such. That's probably completely wrong, but it was something along those lines. Yeah, I don't know. It's, what, what about Area 51? What about it? Do you think that exists? <laughs> oh, probably, in... Yeah, I think it definitely exists. There's probably other areas yeah. that exist that are probably more top secret now because they've gone, shit, we're on Google Maps. Let's uh, <laughs> move this to Area 52 or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I think there's absolutely... There's, there's another planet out there with probably exactly humans... Some other guys are sitting there doing a podcast asking the same question. Parallel universes is something, yeah. multiverse and things like that, and yeah. other things that keep me awake at night. So, so what, do you, what do you think? Well, I think I listened to Bob Lazar podcast on Joe oh, Rogan. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. And I, I think that cemented sort of my thoughts that there must be a, some type of life that has visited us yeah. or that's watching us, maybe not watching us or have has come and um, visited us at least. And then I was listening to Tom DeLong podcast on Steve-O's Wild Ride. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he was talking about a little bit what you said or I think what people think is it's the universe is so big or the galaxy is so far away and we are so huge, it's, it takes too long to travel anywhere. Mm. Like it takes, what is it, six, nine months to get to Mars. And t- for us to visit any other planets that has life on it just won't be possible in our tra- lifetime, at least. Or... That's travelling at the speed of light. Yeah, as well. exactly. Yeah. And we're so far from doing that properly, mm. aren't we? Well, we only ever travelled like one light second from our planet, to the, which is the moon, or basically. That's yeah. as far as we've travelled. Yeah. Humans. Yeah. But we've got the Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 satellites, which have been gone since the 70s. One of them, Voyager 2, maybe I think it is, has mm. left our solar system, I think. Mm. So you think like that's gone to Jupiter and Pluto mm. and all that stuff. So I, I guess we have travelled a little bit. So if there are better yeah. better aliens out there than us. So that's what I think. There's probably other life forms which are way more advanced, massively advanced. And Tom DeLong was saying, yeah, we're not going to be able to visit anytime soon any other no. countries, but, sorry, not countries, planets. It's not COVID anymore. <laughs> but he was saying time is not linear, it's parallel. And he reckons that these Area 51 and these beings that have visited us, they're from was it multiverses or yeah. parallel universes. Parallel universes, yeah. And that when we have, and that they've, that's basically the possibility 
of seeing other planets and life yep. form is through that. Yeah, okay. Through a different frequency. Oh, it's too so you much. were saying like, because time's not linear, the past and the present and, and the future is happening at the same time, but in different frequencies. Do I, should I get out some aluminium, put on some hats just to make sure <laughs> the government's not, you know, taking our thoughts right now? Yeah, yeah, so that's what he reckons. That made a bit of sense to me. Yeah. No, it's definitely a possibility. Yeah. But yeah, if you, I think if anybody thinks no, you need, you need your head examined. <laughs> it's too much out there to be the answer for it to be no. So, are you enjoying the beer? Yeah, I'm already halfway through it. <laughs> it's, I'm balls deep in it. Oh, what else have we now. got on the agenda for today? So, you sent me through a link about one of our guests earlier today, and there was like a slapping. Oh, yeah. Did you? Yeah. yeah did you, I know if you want to talk about that now? or? Oh, we can. I actually forgot to look more into it, but mm. there's a slapping. It's a form of martial arts now. It's called slapping. Oh, really? It's I didn't a, know it was a form. slap tournament. Yeah, where you just stand face to face with yeah. someone and you take your best slap, open hand, open yeah. palm, slap, yeah. and then you try and basically yeah. knock the other person out, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I, I didn't look into it further. Yeah, so I've seen a that. fair bit of it. I've seen it <laughs> a few times. It's, it, it's intense. Like, I think they have different weight divisions and. Yeah. Um, and you can't, you have to slap on the cheek. You can't go too high on the head. I saw that. Yeah, um, open hand, but you can take a standing steel as well, yeah. I think. And you take it just as big, uh, big a swing as you can just muster up. Yeah. And these guys, some of these guys, you know, they've got to be 120, 130 kilogram, huge guys. Mm-hmm. All the force involved. A big slap. And they knock people out. They're knocking each other out. And then just standing there, the opponent, full credit, they're not flinching. These guys are just standing there. I think they must maybe close their eyes or something so you can't see it coming but think happy thoughts it's yeah it's quite it's crazy have you seen the tortilla slapping thing <laughs> yes, on tiktok and that made me think about that as well i did have you I'm done it with domenica I no know. i haven't but i was thinking in a couple of weeks time we've got a bit of a extravaganza oh, episode yeah, okay. maybe we should do something along those lines oh god how's your um that'd be that'd be funny how's your dream team going this i haven't even really been oh I've, really I'm still in the league, but everyone else is not even doing it. Oh, that's unfortunate. So yeah. without doing anything, my team last week got about 1,850 points, mm. which is excellent, isn't it, Ben? That's really great, Albert. You should, <laughs> you should join my league. <laughs> we need a buy around. <laughs> um, no, unfortunately, I was a bit disappointed because at first I was like, I don't know anything, and now I've got to put effort and this and that, and then I started to get into it yep. each week and trading players and trying to get some good rookies in and looking at stats and then everyone started to not play anymore so oh well yeah. I think I'll join a different league next year yeah Ballerina runs the league I think yeah, yeah. I think I might ask him yeah I've He's... got um, so I'm basically one of the shittest teams in, the, in my competition yeah. and today I, I've got to I've got to win against a player who's in the top six yeah. and I also need someone else in the league to lose a game for you to to stay in the bottom six finals <laughs> otherwise yeah it's, that's I'm really oh you get eliminated I'll be eliminated the t- bottom two teams will be eliminated before the season finishes yeah so finals start next week ah okay. for our because you don't you have to play the yep. last three yep. rounds of the game okay uh, so and I'm already looking at my score I'm, I'm cooked I'm cooked it's just one of one of the guys at half time was on nine <laughs> and I'm thinking what a what a fuck like, and he's a guy that costs 800 grand no he was a, he was a bit of a rookie but he's, his first game he scored 90 Oh, yeah. And I thought, yes, you know, yeah. at least, even if he scores 50s, he'll be handy to have on the bench. Yeah. Injuries came in and I've had to put him on the field. Yeah. He's probably on 10 now. I don't know, it's half, uh, half time. But, oh, that's so he, he alone is going to cost me the game. He did a high tackle. He's back on seven. He's probably injured. He probably did his Achilles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pain in the ass. Anyway. 
I've got a question for you. Another question? Yeah. Okay. Or do you have a question for me? No, no questions this week. No questions. I'm a bit of a question guy. Oh, actually, I do have one question. Yes. Mate, it's not really a... It's more of a thought, but I was... You know when you eat food or something and you, and you burn your mouth mm. or you cut your mouth and then in a day it's like, it's healed? Yeah. I was wondering why just the rest of your body isn't made from mouth skin. Do you ever think about that? <laughs> just like... <laughs> So you're a super healer? Yeah, just like Wolverine. So like, why did your body go, I'm going to put this premium skin in the mouth and then for the rest of the body, I'm like, nah, fuck it, that can just take weeks to heal. I just think that's dumb. Evolution. We need a doctor. Yeah, we need... We need to speak to a doctor or a scientist. Maybe it's something to do with the moisture and the blood flow in there, but still, I think we should have evolved to have full mouth skin. <laughs> mouth skin. <laughs> Everywhere. But then I wouldn't want to, yeah, have like the... The tasting of stuff, I guess. <laughs> so you never think about that? Someone farts and you taste it. Yeah, imagine that's, that would be the, the cons, right? You heal quickly, but you're just forever tasting whatever's around you. The hell is farting again? Yeah, oh man, why is my anus made of mouth skin? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a weird one for you. Okay. Why do dogs like to stick their heads out of a moving car, but they hate it when you blow on their faces? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Albert, have, have you Googled it? No. Because yeah, I remember it's when true, we had our German Shepherds, they love it. Yeah. Pop their head out of the car, you're driving, they just love it. Then you blow in their face. Yeah, and no. <laughs> well, that sounded bad, actually. Yeah, that's, yeah, I was wondering what you're blowing on their <laughs> no, face. No, if, <laughs> if you've, say your dog gets wet and you've got a hair dryer and you sort of, they, they hate it. <laughs> Not that I've done that, but yeah. I think I've dug myself a hole. You've, yeah, got, a, you've got a sick mind. I just think, why you, yeah, no, I don't. You said it, not me. <laughs> no, because when you go and get your dogs washed yeah. and they're trying to dry them mm. and using blow dryers yeah. and... And then the dogs hate it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's a good. Have you never question. thought about this? Uh, no, I've seen. The, I've well, I have seen the question before, and you know, driving down the freeway, seeing dogs. Like, how good would life be if that just that simple act just made you that happy? Like a dog, you driving on the freeway to work, having a shit day. Like, I oh, head out the window. Ah, yeah. Well, yes. Life is great. Life is worth living again. That would be being a dog would be, I think, great. Yeah. I, I saw. I read something, or I saw something. I don't know if this is true, but. Dogs only shake until their head is dry, mm. not their body. They're, all they're trying to do is get their head dry, so yeah. their body's still wet. So if you just shook their head, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not, or it could be an interesting uh, factoid. Yeah. It's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, okay. Now talking about animals. Yeah. My next question. Yep. If you could be any animal mm. in the world, mm. but with your intelligence as you are now. My intelligence. Your intelligence. So- Above average. So, slightly below average. Slightly below average. <laughs> yeah. What animal would you be? I thought about this a little bit in a couple of ways. And it's interesting that you brought up dog. Yeah. Like house dog, yeah. not like wild dog. I think that would be... You'd go house dog. I think... I thought I've got two sort of... Two preferences. House dog because if I'm me and I can think and, you know... Basically, it's my brain in a dog, right? Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? Mm-hmm. So, so you've got all the dog senses as in oh, smell, sweet. seeing, Basically hearing. what we have, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit less smell, I believe. And hearing not as good. Not as good. So amplified. So your hearing's yeah, better, your smell's better, your sight's probably not as great, but your intelligence well, is... Well, my sight's terrible anyway, yeah, so it'd be basically um, that is everything's true. better. Uh, yeah, so I thought like house dog, because if I'm, I'm smart, I'm a human level of intelligence... <laughs> I could probably pick my owners, right? Because if I was living with, like, I got adopted by a shit family, I'd be like, yeah. eh, fucking, I'm out of here. How though? 
I'll just run away and go okay. find like a better house. And yep. someone be like, "Ooh, look at the cute dash hound." <laughs> I don't know what I'd be. Maybe a dash hound. And uh, but then I'd be sitting there when the people leave the house. I'd, You'd be a Dalmatian. I turn on the t- Dalmatian. <laughs> I don't think I would be. A, oh yeah, because it's white and, and, and freckly. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, that's a good point. But I'd sit there, I'd, I'd know how to turn on the TV. I could just watch TV all day. Yeah. I'd operate the remote and things like that. And then it would be, you know, if I get a boner now in front of a chick, it's inappropriate, but as a dog, it's acceptable. Lipstick. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> that's, a, that's always a benefit. And yeah, I think maybe house dog just, and they get treat you get treated well. So you could just go and root any dog? I could do that. Yeah, whatever. You know, I'd lick my own balls. <laughs> yes. Well, you do now, don't you? I try, but... You're quite flexible. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not sagging. Maybe I'm older. <laughs> How about you? I thought about this, and I thought I'd pick an animal which is least likely, with my intelligence, that's going to get hunted or going to get hurt. Yeah. And I would pick an eagle. Do they have, do they have any natural prey? Predators? No. So okay. I'll, I'll go... Other eagles, perhaps? Wedge-tailed eagle, I reckon. Because yeah. then I thought... I'd have my mind, so yeah, superior intelligence, mm-hmm. and not really yeah, use it though. Not really. I would just pick. I wouldn't. I'd move to the city and just pick off pigeons all day. Oh, okay. Yeah, and other birds rides. and just dominate the air. I don't like the idea of being outdoors all the time, sitting there in a tree and it's raining, and all you put is a nest. I'm that smart. You go to a tree which has got good coverage. Oh, I guess maybe yeah, but don't you think like birds are just smart enough anyway to go and seek shelter properly but they still just sit in a nest yeah but now made no, of their own I've got shit my brain. sticks yeah so okay right and what i like about an eagle is how far you can travel uh-huh. and yeah. you could just go yeah i know mile and otis they went pretty far they did so i could travel pretty far too <laughs> <They> did. <laughs> i uh so i'd go an eagle because okay. i was i like your thoughts you were thinking how so i was thinking more wild animals and i thought oh like a tiger but then you know you get hunted and... well that was my other thought too because i thought I've been watching videos about bears for some reason because <laughs> YouTube just said, hey, Ben, have some bear videos. <laughs> and I came to YouTube, you tell me what to do and I'd do it. Like a grizzly bear. But then I was thinking, I don't want to be hunted because yeah. they're hunted. But man, they're fierce. They're big. They live in nice places, right? They're, yeah. they're Canadian. Are they native to North they're America? They're in Canada, North America. North America predominantly. Um, so they seem to live in the rivers and they eat lovely salmon. Yeah. Uh, that seems pretty good. <laughs> some nice salmon. Some nice salmon, yeah. <laughs> I'd probably, with my intelligence, I could maybe smoke it. Just take some salmon back and my little bear hut. Excuse me, hunter. Yeah, that's right. May but I... that's the thing. Yeah, I'm getting hunted all the time by these guys. And... Well, I don't know if... I think in some places they're hunted. But that's what I thought. Even being as smart as you are or, or using your brain in an animal, you've got people hunting you and... I don't think I'm smart enough now. Well, an eagle enough. would be, just be too hard. I, I know yeah, they are hunted don't... to a certain degree. Yeah. But you could fly off pretty quickly. And... Do you think you're smart enough now, right now, so poof you turn into an animal mm-hmm. you know how to survive in the wild and to escape like hunters and things like that if I, I think, was an eagle I would yeah yeah okay I guess you just fly away but I'd be just a grizzly bear right now with my intelligence I really? couldn't build a hut <laughs> like right now even as a human I'd, like, but you'd yeah. have the animal instincts so yeah uh, so I've just got the best of both worlds yeah yeah okay I'd first go and get some salmon <laughs> <laughs> salmon of the capistrano <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah that was an interesting question when you posed that I thought what would I be? I like the luxuries of home, sitting on the couch watching, you know, Martha Bakes. My, my, my owners are out at work. <laughs> yeah. We've got, it's already three o'clock. We've got two guests today. We're doing a bit of a European podcast with the beer, but we've got, our next guest is Robbie in 
Switzerland in Savonin. So he's our second guest from Savonin. Mm -hmm. Great guy. I know him from when I moved over to Switzerland. Did you live with? Do you guys live together? Yeah, 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 we did. did. So I live with Robbie and Johnny. Cool guy. Looking forward to having a bit of a chat with him. He's a former snowboarder. Now he's in real estate. Quite the dancer as well. Quite the dancer. He does know how to move his his hips. hips. We one of his nicknames was Swayze hips. Yep. (laughs) So I know you don't mind Swayze. But yep. uh, you like his pottery. But, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we give Robbie a call, have a chat. And then after him, we've got just a very short call. Special guest who's was willing to give us, yeah, five, ten minutes of his time. So Busy guy. Right. Busy guy. Let's, um, Let's give Robbie, Robbie a call. Him. How are things in Savonin? Uh, all good so far. A little bit cloudy today, but uh, everything is, is going as it should, and uh, yeah, cool. nothing nothing special. <laughs> I'm a bit nervous being on the podcast. You are, yeah? No, you, you, you yeah. have to be nervous. It's, number, it's the number one podcast in Savonin, at least. <laughs> <laughs> well, after, um, Johnny's got one too, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. <laughs> we, we are planning to make one, but just to get the money from the government. Ah, exactly. In Romanish. Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, we wouldn't get the money. (laughs) I'd like to be a guest. I can say about 15 words. So, um, yeah, if that's enough. Why aren't we doing that now? Then, (laughs) (laughs) Robbie, we introduced you as a former sponsored snowboarder. You're currently in real estate. Yeah, right. So, Um, how did you? Ten years. Ten years. How did you get into it? It's probably based on, on my um, um, family history because um, my dad was an estimator for, for many decades uh, at the government. Uh, I don't know how it works in Australia, but here you have these estimators uh, for tax reasons. Yeah. And then my, my mother's partner started a business about 30 years ago. And uh, 10 years ago, I got the opportunity to work with him or for, for him by then. And yeah. Meanwhile, we are partners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's this cool. This is how. Is that what you studied when I when I came over and saw you guys? You're all in, at university at that time, right? Yeah. Um, no, I studied just regular economics. Yeah. But of course, it helped me a lot to get into the job and understand many things, uh, the background. So you don't really need too much support from from other specialists or other companies. So we do, we do our own thing from the beginning to the end. It's very cool. With COVID now, was obviously very rampant. There's a lot of COVID in Europe as there is here now. Um, what were the, some of the challenges during the last um, two years? At, at the beginning, it was very hard to, to define how it's going to be in future or for the next couple of weeks or months. Yeah. Uh, because all of a sudden, as soon as we had lockdown, we were... So I'm a little bit worried that no one is going to invest in real estate anymore by that time. And after a few weeks, it, it completely changed. And the, the demand rose a lot, uh, especially for secondary homes, since you were not able to leave the country <laughs> and not making vacation in Paris, for example. <laughs> yeah, so um, but by, by that, it changed, I think, in a, in a positive way for real estate. I'm unsure how it's going to be within the next month because no one's talking now about COVID. Maybe, maybe in October it's different again. We don't know. Hard to tell. 
like here in Perth and in Australia, since COVID has happened, all the prices, to, so to buy a house has increased, rental prices have gone really expensive. Has the same happened in Switzerland? Yeah, it depends on which region you are in. Uh, I think prices in rental, they didn't really rise that much, but in, in buying houses or apartments. There are regions that the prices rose around 5%, other regions up to 40% within Whoa. the last, last years. Wow. And th this is quite a lot. This is quite a lot. We had about, what, up to 20% around? Perth? Yeah, we had up to 20%. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but this is a lot too. Yeah, yeah. So I hope you guys have houses. You I, have I bought house. three houses in, at the peak. No. Three? <laughs> no, that's just like last week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. In the metaverse? Or? Yeah, yeah, in the metaverse, yeah. <laughs> But I'm quite sure that, that investing in real estate is, is um, a good investment for future. Yeah. So, yeah, Domenico and myself, we bought a house last year. So we were lucky because, as you said, the demand just also here went up really high. It was super high and it was very hard to get a place. There were so many people who wanted to buy a place as well. People who haven't left the, left the state like they usually would. Yeah. Going to travel, they were all stuck in Perth and then you had people overseas who were coming back to Australia and then yeah so it was um we were quite lucky that was the big thing right people coming back to Perth and then want needing somewhere to live okay yeah yeah was... we need a good Swiss real estate agent uh, I don't know if you can recommend any <laughs> <laughs> with Robbie you live in Savonine and that's a um a very popular tourist region I guess, how is it different being in a tourist region and being a real estate there versus being in a city? Because I guess you have lots of seasonal changes and lots of people coming and lots of people going. Yeah, I think if you buy a real estate, you don't really decide buying it. If you are on vacation, it's a process that, that goes for, for months or years even. And therefore, I don't think that we, we really have this high or low season because we, we, we sell apartments and houses throughout all the year almost uh, at uh, the same figures yeah but what, what I think quite a diff is quite the difference is if you sell an apartment as a, as a first home as a, as a um, permanent resident home um, the reasons might be a little bit different um, maybe you have to sell the house as an owner mm -hmm. and in, in uh, secondary homes in a tourist region you you can sell the home because it's your second so it's more an emotional thing than, than a financial reason or, or a rational thing. But I think, it, therefore, it's maybe a little bit more fun to work here. <laughs> yeah. Ben, remember his fond time skiing in Switzerland? Yeah, good time. Skiing is a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> sliding, on my, sliding downhill on my butt is probably more, more like it. <laughs> hey, Robbie. Um, it, it's, about, it's about 10 years ago, isn't it? Or more. It's... Yeah, I think it's uh, 2013 I, I, was the last time. Yeah, 2013. Yeah. And that's when you said oh you've God. been working in there for 10 years. I was like, Jesus, has it really been that long? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so long. But you haven't changed, as I see. Oh, thank you. you. Yeah, yeah. He's still ugly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get out, Albert. Look what we have. Hey, how did it get to Australia? <laughs> Domenica's mum was here a few weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. She's probably with her. Exactly. I oh, asked her okay. to because we knew we were going to speak to you and Swiss National Day is in a few days. So when this podcast is released, it'll be the 1st of August. So, uh, oh, so I thought it would be a good time to, um, yeah, it made sense. It's so good. 
Uh, what are you doing? Do you celebrate? How do you guys celebrate Swiss Swiss National Day? Uh, it's very different. Um, myself and my wife or our friends don't really celebrate it that much because usually on the 2nd of August everyone's working again. Ah, right. Um, the, there are some speeches from the government and so on, that, but it's not, it's not that cool. What do you remember about Perth? What did you think of Perth? Well, um, it was a blast. I mean, it was very, very nice staying there, of course, uh, because of you guys as well, <laughs> to see you uh, once again. And being in, being in Australia, I think all the people are very cool. I think we get along with Swiss, they get along with Swiss, Swiss people. Yeah. And uh, well, I think so, don't you think so? Yeah. <laughs> Some of them, yeah. <laughs> a little I, bit, yeah. a little bit. I remember it was Depends quite... on who you ask. <laughs> it was quite funny when, um, when I came over with the Swiss guys. Obviously, here in Australia, we're used to lots of spiders. And Robbie was pretty good with the spiders. He wasn't too bad. But um, Mandy and Johnny were... <laughs> Do you remember that, how scared they were? I... Yeah, I absolutely remember what one scene when we were at a small apartment, I think, that uh, we wanted to leave, so we have to pack our stuff. <laughs> and I think Mandy or Johnny had a spider in, in its back. Yeah. So they saw it and they, they left the house and kind of said, we burn it down, we're not going to be there anymore. We're going to buy new clothes, but just leave it over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was quite hard for these two guys because... I didn't know that Mandy was scared about spiders. I think it came up when we were there. Yeah, he was really, he was scared of lots of things. I remember there was a butterfly flying <laughs> and he looked at it and he said, what's that? And I said, that's a butterfly. And he goes, is it poisonous? And I said, no. And he goes, okay. Oh, I'm surprised you said no, no. Yeah. Well, you don't have butterflies in Switzerland. <laughs> I think we do, but I think for Mandy, anything anything was just terrifying. That moved and wasn't human. It was yeah, potential anything. disaster. Yeah. yeah, and now he's in South Africa, actually. Oh wow! I he, don't know how he's dealing there. He must be doing the same thing. What's that? That, that yeah, that's a fly. I feel like South Africa would have more yeah. things that can kill you than Australia. Well, they got lions and stuff. Yeah. Asking if the asking if the lion is poisonous. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Would you come back to to Perth? Oh, definitely. Yeah. As long as you guys are there, of course. And I would love to see a part of my family again. Yeah. Some, some of them live in Perth, as you know. But I think I wouldn't come back in November because you, Albert, told that it's always warm in Perth. <laughs> it was a big lie. We, we couldn't even find a jumper by that time. We had like one jacket for three weeks and we had to wear it almost every day. What was that in November last time? Don't blame me. It was climate change. Cl <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let's make climate change. <laughs> Something we, I wanted to ask you, I, I've known you for so long, but I've never really asked you too many questions about it. Um, you were a pro or sponsored snowboarder a long time a ago. A long time ago. A long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, how, like, how did you get in? Well, obviously you're in Savonin, you grew up there, so you have the mountains and being a skier or a snowboarder is something quite natural. But how did you get into becoming a sponsored snowboarder? Or how did that happen? I think if you're a little kid, you, you do different sports and you have once you have to decide what to do here, especially in summer and winter, because you kind of can't do both all year. <laughs> and uh, most most guys play soccer, obviously, as, as me, me as well. And in winter, most people were skiing by that time. I think I was one of the smallest kids snowboarding. And I think I got into it because of my sister. 
she she's nine years older than me and, and by then snowboarding just came up being very very cool and uh i still have my first snowboard uh, at home it's like a meter high oh uh, really burton, twi- uh 20 28 year old burton snowboard now wow. yeah <laughs> and i think this is how i got into it. and i just got got lucky i had fun um it was a nice time in snowboarding changed a lot within the last uh, 10 to 20 years uh, olympics and stuff um yeah but I, I think i just got lucky and i i had fun doing what i do when you say a sponsored snowboarder so you you got, you got paid or, or to go travel uh, snowboarding or no I, I didn't get that far i was sponsored until i was uh, 16 or 17 so it's like uh 17 years ago now. <laughs> um, no, I basically just, when I won some championship or, or so on, yeah. you get little money, like like a couple of hundred francs, not that much money. But for sponsoring, it was very cool because you got every year new stuff. Uh-huh. So yeah. a complete new outfit, new snowboard, new bindings, new shoes, and so on. So this is it then. But I never made the, the step up to being a really professional snowboarder. And 16, work life started and uh, the wedding career ended. <laughs> this is what happened, didn't it? This got in the way. Exactly, yeah. exactly. This is probably the reason that, well, yeah. hiding in friends. An Australian and guy came over and lived with you and ruined your lives. Ah, <laughs> oh, this, this was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> horrible, re- horrible years. <laughs> what, did you, what did you like being about a snowboarder, being sponsored, and what things didn't you like? I think I liked the scene by then, the people that were uh, in around us by then. The traveling was very cool. I traveled mostly in uh, around Switzerland, just sometimes down to Italy or Austria or so, but not too far. Yeah, I think the, the people around were, were very, very cool. What changed by then is when, when snowboarding become very professional. Mm-hmm. So snowboarders didn't, didn't party anymore. Of course, they didn't smoke. Of course, they had to run every day. They had to uh, do things outside of snowboarding that basically the old snowboarders, snowboarders maybe didn't want to do. Uh, so it just become a, a very professional sport as, as all the other sports in the Olympics are by now. Yeah. I think this changed in a negative way. I, I, I wonder how it's, it's a surf scene or bodyboarding scene. <laughs> Did you experience with um, the last 20 years uh, a similar change or uh, how is it? I've only been a bodyboarder for like two years. <laughs> um, sponsor- sponsorships haven't come through yet, but I'm waiting. You know, fingers not crossed. yet. Okay. Not yet, yeah. Um, I was never and still am not very good, Robbie, so no one ever wanted to give me free stuff. <laughs> um, but I think... How people changed. Yeah, I think surfing's probably a little bit more similar. Bodyboarding is... Is did have its peak in the 90s and the early 2000s, where it was very popular, particularly in in okay. in Australia. It was very popular, and there were lots of sponsored people. There were lots of tournaments and and championships happening, and people could live off being sponsored. But now that's changed with bodyboarding. Through I think it was the GFC, so the global financial crisis in 2008, 2009. Uh. A lot of the bodyboarders were sponsored by surf brands. And what happened then with when that happened, the GFC surfing and like many businesses, they had to reduce their spend and in order to not 
go bankrupt. So they had to reduce everything that I guess wasn't core sports. So a lot of people who were sponsored got dropped and bodybuilding suffered quite a bit through that and didn't have very much money in the sport. So now it hasn't ever really recovered. It's quite an underground sport where you have still a lot of people around Ben's age and I guess no, so around my, my age. age. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm sorry. Yeah. Around our age, so thirties <laughs> and forties. There's yeah. a lot of bodyboarders or who used to bodyboard. So there is a there is a community, a passionate community. But surfing, I think, would be probably similar to snowboarding. It's still very much. It's now at the Olympics. There's lots of people who get paid and can live off being a surfer, whether it's free surfing or whether it's joining the tour. I think, yeah, definitely. They've got coaches now. Do you know, back in the day, probably when you started, there was coaches for a number of people. Maybe there was a coach for 10, 20 kids. And now the professionals, each one has a coach. They're being careful with what they're eating and all that type of stuff. So it's become a real professional sport like like soccer like basketball cricket all those sports suck like that now you know you look back at the cricketers you know, they were smoking they were drinking oh, really? they were doing the same yeah you know all these all the football yeah. players they were you know a bunch of them were overweight I feel like we just need to go back to that where us old guys can get back into it and <laughs> be elite be elite athletes <laughs> that's right there was a cricket player called David Boone and he apparently has a record of drinking about 52 cans of beer from Australia all the way to London in the plane. 52 cans. I think it's 52. Like or it's oh in the gosh. 50s. Oh, my gosh. And oh, I, this is crazy. And I believe he played a cricket game about a day after that. <laughs> and then he went uh, had some Speak, bartender specials. Speaking about planes and beer, you, you, Albert, told the story about our flight <laughs> from Canada to Las Vegas. Just for the record, I was the one having the spare pants. I was going to say, Johnny must be very thankful that he got a spare pair of basketball shorts from you. <laughs> I didn't tell his name. I hope he's not listening to oh, this oh, podcast. Um, Bennett can edit some of this out, but I would request Bennett. No, I'm going to put his last name. I'll tag him in. I'll put his last name in as well. <laughs> put his address as well. <laughs> Hey, um, absolutely fair, absolutely fair. Vegas was, was quite an experience. Ben and I were talking about it, or we were going to talk about it, but do you remember the horrible flight on the way back from the Grand Canyon? Oh, yeah. Since that flight, I'm, I'm a little bit afraid of flying. <laughs> oh, really? This, this changed flying for me, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Did it not for you? No, I was ready for death, I, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> for, the people, for the listeners... We were all together in Las Vegas and then we did a day trip to the Grand Canyon and after the Grand Canyon, so we flew over there and we went to fly back and then we were heavily delayed because of winds and bad weather and then after, I don't know how many hours it was, we were able to fly back, but it was thunderstorms, lightning, lightning, horrible winds. People were vomiting. People were vomiting. I think <laughs> I think we know who that was. <laughs> he had some practice. Um, I don't know. <laughs> that was uh, Mr. Plane Vomiter. And yeah, we were... I actually thought for a moment, should I send Domenica a message? Did you really? <laughs> because it was that bad. It was pretty bad. I, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, sitting in the plane and we could see down through the cockpit and you could see the pilots and out the window... And when we were going to land, I remember I could see the runway and then the wind would shift the plane. Then you couldn't see the runway. And then it was just doing that the whole, yeah. like, and it was like, oh God. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I remember I remember that one too. Yeah. And I, I just think what they could have done with us is just talking sometimes, just saying it's okay, we're used to it. It was worst um, a couple of times than this is because we were just in there, no one was talking to us. And I, I was really thinking, okay, um, they, they're trying to, to yeah, Not save crash. our lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do remember seeing the lady sitting there scratching her head, doing it with one hand, and I thought, "Oh, okay, she's pretty, re- she's pretty relaxed. It's going to be all right." <laughs> I, th- I think it was, it was maybe Maverick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, that's right. We all survived. People kissed the ground when we landed. It was, it was good. <laughs> hey, um, Robbie, you're the only person. Actually, now the second person, but you're the first person I um, I know or who has got an electric car, a Tesla. Ah, yeah. Only the second person. No, no, you're uh, the first person. You're the first person ah. I um, I know who bought a Tesla. Now, since then, okay. another Swiss guy, Fabrizio, he bought a Tesla as well. I wanted to ask ah. you, well, we wanted to ask you, um, you, why did you buy a Tesla? The car is eight years old now, I think, yeah. and I bought it about five years ago. Yeah. So it, it wasn't new by then, and it was just... Just a, a new new experience or a new decision how to to go from A to B, and of course the interest in the in the technology uh, that by that time no one was was actually thinking that five years later um, so many brands are just making electric cars right now. Yeah. And but the first time when you when you sit in a Tesla, the acceleration is just so heavy, and you you can't really believe that you can afford a car that's that fast. Yeah. Because usually you, you just get um, super sport cars that are a couple of th- uh, hundred thousands of, of francs that you really can't afford. And this, this is cool about that electric car. Besides the ecological reasons that are a little bit controversy talk right now, but uh, I think it's getting a little bit better. And uh, I think it was also the first car having a full self-driving mode mm-hmm. for the highway, for example. Uh, this, is, this was one of the main reasons as well besides of the acceleration it, it has a good condition and uh, i just lost a little bit of range this sucks a bit but i think cars nowadays have plenty of range so so you can drive it should from be, or could be the future so you can drive from seven into contour and back and that's okay still <laughs> almost almost no i make about uh, 300k right now but i used to make a, quite a bit more uh, about 360, 370 at the beginning. So mm-hmm. I, I lost uh, somewhere in between 50 to 20 percent range. Oh wow! Yeah, that's quite that's, that's quite a lot. What do the new ones have now with the range up about 500, uh, 600k? Yeah, easily. I think I think the the new new ones from not Tesla but maybe others they make up to seven, eight hundred k. Oh wow! And th- this is enough for 99.9 percent of the people. Mm. So I think it's it's going to work. For everybody right now. There you go. I was gonna say everybody seems to think they need seven hundred Ks from a from a tank, but for, for the average person, you know, you don't drive seven hundred kilometers in one trip, do you? You drive to and from work, mm. you know, twenty, thirty Ks, do that a few times and then charge your car. So it's I think the whole needing to get six hundred Ks out of a charge is a bit of a maybe like a myth that or a misunderstanding people have with electric cars. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, and you, you don't buy the car just to go uh, vacation for once a year with your family. I mean, yeah. Uh, as you said, for, for the most months or weeks in the year, you, you just make somewhere in between 5 to 30K a day. 
mm-hmm. and I charge my my car once a week, not yep. more. And do you think your next car? Are you going to get another electric car or? I'm quite sure, but I hope that this one's uh, making the next five to ten years, maybe. Yeah. Uh, still, uh, my wife bought a hybrid car last year, ah. so we got a little bit of more range on that way. So if my Tesla is losing range during the next five to ten years, it doesn't really matter because we have another one. Yeah. Would you go back to a normal fueled car? No, I don't think so. No, just just a regular normal fuel car. No. Hybrid, no, plug-in hybrid and electric car, yes. Yeah. But just a regular fuel car or diesel car, uh, no. I just bought a brand new fuel car, so. Well, I, I don't know how gas prices are in Australia. Yeah, it's, it's so <laughs> much. Yeah, they're less, it's high at the moment, but it's less than, um, it's not as high as in Switzerland. I've Yeah, I've got a hybrid and I I really love it. I get a, close to a thousand Ks on, yeah. on a tank, so close to a thousand kilometers I get. And then the you you have a plug-in or without? The no, plug-in? without plug-in. Okay. Yeah. Thousand k's. Yeah. You drive like a Nana as well. Yeah. <laughs> I drive pretty slow. Yeah. Well, the go- the the Canberra government has just announced that they're going to the Canberra government, the state government, oh. or the, the what, what do they call it? The federal? No, no, the Canberra, the ACT. Oh, okay. So the ACT has announced that by twenty thirty five, I think it was, they're going to ban the sale of gas cars you can't buy a gas car you have to buy electric or hybrid i think so it's starting to really come to a time where gas guzzling or gas cars are just going to be unavailable for sale in the next 10 15 years probably depends on the governments right so so it's going from lettered to unlettered and now yeah now just saying don't buy brand new gas cars which is Mm. yeah so I'm pretty pretty stoked. I just bought a new one. <laughs> I won't be able to sell it in ten years because it'll be illegal after selling. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it's illegal, maybe it's worth more. Well, mate, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I can sell it in the black market. That's a good point. <laughs> but I also think most most companies um, are planning to stop making fuel cars within the next ten to twenty years. Yeah. I uh, think about the big cars as. Um, Valve, um, how, do you, how do you call it? Valve? Yeah, Volkswagen. Volkswagen, Mercedes, uh, Ford, and everything. Even even uh, Harley is thinking about going electric, which is a little bit weird and wrong, I think. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the direction that it's going within the next decades, I think. It's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, don't don't understand me wrong. I love V8s and so on. But I, I would never buy a V8. <laughs> yeah. But when you've got a Tesla that can do... That's way faster like, anyway. Zero to 100 kilometers in like, what, less than three seconds. Yeah. Good go. I, I think the fastest one is making it in about 1.9. Ah, uh, that's... I mean, that's not even necessary, really, <laughs> this is, is it? ridiculous. I mean, imagine, no, you'd, yeah, you're in no. 17 and it's just snowing and you foot to the floor and just... <laughs> 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 Thanks heaps for chatting with us. It was a pleasure. It was nice seeing you guys. Yeah, thanks, and mate. I've got um, I've got a video which I found of you snowboarding, which I'll put in the on Instagram as well, where you actually, <laughs> I've got it where you do a front flip. Do you oh. remember that? You do a front no. flip, and you're also skiing. Did, did, did you did you videotape? Yeah, I videotaped it when I had my successful snow cycle day with you guys. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, okay. 
Yeah, I thought well, there, there was a bad video or something because I think Robbie was a bit worried then for a second. <laughs> no, I've got lots of videos. Uh, no, uh, there's nothing to uh, be embarrassed. I was worried about many topics. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to worry. Before we go, did you want to promote any your real estate company? <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe I could make uh, open a shop in Perth. This would be very great. <laughs> Oh, or, yeah. <laughs> or if any of our listeners, we have a couple of listeners in the US, we have some around Australia. Yeah. For people who want to learn more about Savonine and maybe buy a house in Savonine, who's the best person to contact? Oh, probably it's me. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many of us here, but um, I, w- I would appreciate if any of the listeners would contact me. <laughs> so, so how? Very cool. Through, um, through Instagram, Facebook, or what's the best way? Uh, fa- Facebook is the best. Okay. Probably. So that would be. Um, yeah. So what is it's that exactly? Imo Imo Platz. Imo Platz. So it's spelled I double M O P L A Z. Yeah. So just a question: If somebody does buy a house from you because of the podcast, what's our commission? Oh, you you will be invited to Savonin for one week, and I I will pay your flight. That sounds good to me. All right, I reckon we can think. I reckon we can organise this, this Albert. Yeah, this is yeah, this is good. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, what I might do is let me just grab a photo. There we go. Take a screenshot. I Thanks, Ibs. the office actually right now. Oh, you are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be booking my flight soon, Robbie, to come over Christmas. Really? Yeah. We well, might not have to oh, if we sell a house. Cool. Yeah. If you do. Yeah, just just bring bring the bring me the buyer and bring <laughs> bring me the bill from the flight. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Thanks, are Robbie. Are you seriously coming? End of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, this is going to be amazing. Cool. Yeah, it, Very it nice. Will, will be. I can't wait. It's been... Take, take, ben, take ben with you. Yep. Yeah. Just leave Domenico at home. I'll come with you. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave Domenico in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Robbie. Nice chat. Yeah, thanks, mate. And uh, good luck with the podcast. Thanks Thank so much. You. Pleasure. Good luck with your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. See you. Bye. Bye. Good nice times. Good chat. It's nice to chat to him again. It is. It's been a while. Yeah. Can't believe it's been uh, 10 years since well, I was over there. Oh, it has. It's been so long. Well, that was our first guest. So before we go on to our second guest, second guest yeah. um, I just got a message from him that he's going to be available in five minutes. Okay. So I thought in prep for him, mm. should we talk about his best movies ever? Yeah, okay. Best movies. Yeah. I, I did a, a list of... Best, worst, and I think overrated. Okay. Uh, cool. So, what, what do you think his best are? So, people who don't know who our second guest is, it is <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So he's turned seventy-five today. So really lucky to get a bit of his time. Lucky still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking still pretty fit. He's still pumping. So pumping iron. He does. Yeah, still work. I actually watch uh, YouTube videos of him yeah. or clips of him still working out. So. Much, yeah, so. much, much better shape than I am. So what do you reckon? What's his, what do you think is top movies? All right, top movies. I haven't seen one of his for a while. Actually, I lie. I watched Kindergarten Cop oh, yeah. a couple of months ago. Yep. I would say his best movies are Terminator 2. Yes. Predator. Okay. True Lies. Yes. Total Recall. Mm-hmm. And I would throw Kindergarten Cop in there as well. So I have basically the same list. Yep. Uh, Predator was on there. Terminator 2, you didn't rate Terminator 1? I thought Terminator 1's good, but I think if I take top 5 or 6... Oh, okay. 
I thought it was good. Yeah. Definitely good. I haven't seen it for a while, but I think Terminator 2 is... Terminator 2 is, yeah. yeah. One I of the best movies Terminator 3 is not bad as well. I thought that's... I put Dark Fate, Terminator, the Dark Fate in there, the latest one. I haven't seen it. Is it good? I think that's really good. Really? Because yeah. the one before that was pretty crap. Yeah, so I think they sort of went and said, let's get rid of, you know, let's forget these other ones. Yeah. So they got James Cameron back and um, yeah. Linda Hamilton, I think. Are they still married? I think they are. Are they? Yeah, they met and yeah, they were married at one point. No, so I, I don't know if they still are, but um, she's back. The female lead in that, she kicks some serious ass, she's kicking ass and taking names. I don't know what her name, I can't remember what her name is, but she's a bit terminated in that. I thought that one was good. Not really a term, not really an Arnie movie. Expendables 2. Oh, yeah. There's a scene where it's uh, Arnie, Sylvester Stallone, and Bruce Willis in an airport, and they're standing behind some glass. <laughs> And then they all shoot through the glass. And to me, that is just like, it was the ultimate nostalgia, like 80s, 90s action yeah. movie. And I thought that is one of the greatest moments in cinematic history. Just that. And I was sitting there grinning like a Cheshire cat. It was so good. He's done some shockers though. What do you reckon? Again, not really like an Arnie movie, an Arnie specific movie, but Batman and Robin he played. Oh, that's his, yeah, I would say that's his. That's right up there with one of his worst. worst. I think some of his early films. Yeah, Conan the Barbarian, uh, Running Man. I haven't seen that. Running Man's it's okay. Conan uh, Barbarian. I haven't seen the first one. I know the second one got panned. Yeah, yeah. Um, he plays a Russian guy in the movie. You oh, read yeah. the Notice or something yeah, like that. I think that's also pretty that's crap. Pretty shit. Um, the Sixth Day I thought was pretty crap. Yeah. Crappy. Yeah. End of Days as well. Yeah. Did you say True Lies? True Lies was on my like yeah. on yeah. my good list. Um, Commando. I don't I, reckon that's very good. It's I, got some good one-liners. Yeah, I put that in my overrated column because yeah. it's just like a 80s action dumb movie. Yeah. Some good one-liners, but I think, yeah, that was pretty cheesy. Do you think he's the greatest action hero of all time? Yes. You do? Without yeah. a doubt? Yeah. Okay. Do you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to say because uh, Sylvester Stallone's done some pretty epic stuff. Rambo's epic. The Expendables is epic. Mm. Stop and my mum will shoot. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> There's a story about that. Uh, Stop and my mum will shoot. Have you heard that? No. So apparently, so there was the. I guess it was a bit of like a maybe an unspoken rivalry between the two because yeah. they were the biggest action stars of the 80s and 90s. Yeah. And uh, it was sort of like Arnie would do a movie, so Sly had to do one, like a similar sort of thing. Oh, have I think I this? have. And Arnie did twins at the time. Uh, maybe it was twins. Yeah, possibly. So he did a that. comedy. So he was. Yeah, it was like that. Comedy, yeah. yeah. So Sly's, I think Arnie maybe he's pretended he was going to go for this movie, saying like to his agent, I just pretend I really, really want this. Mm-hmm. And then Sly's picked up on that and then he's taken it and just the worst, worst movie. <laughs> so bad, so bad. But yeah, anyway. Arnie, I think, says a few of those things in Pumping Iron. Oh, yeah. He, played, um, he did like his, he was quite strong mentally and tried yeah. to get into people's heads. Yeah. So that doesn't surprise me. He did a thing on the set of Predator as well, I think, where there was one of the characters, he may have been a wrestler or something. Yeah. And I think he had a bit of a bet about who had the bigger biceps. Yeah. So he only organized the dressing crew to like pretend the measurements or something like on his, on his outfit were bigger than they were. And then when they came to the actual bicep measurement, his were, you know, inches bigger. So (laughs) he's quite the, quite the trickster. He did say, I think it was pumping iron or maybe it was behind the scenes where during his bodybuilding career, he would say to people, um, oh, have you been sick? And then they go, no, no, oh, oh, yeah, okay, no problem. And then they think about, do I look? Oh, gaunt. Yeah, yeah or, okay. Do you, not, do you not work your legs that much mm-hmm. anymore? Yeah. These type of things mm-hmm. that would get people thinking like, oh, am I 
Not mind looking, games. Yeah, yeah, so mind games. Yeah, he's pretty good like that. Smart guy. He seems like a smart guy, but um, I don't know if he's, if he's available, ready for the call. Yeah, I think he's ready, so um, let's give him a call. Let's do it. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us. First things first, happy birthday. Thank you. After all these years, so what are you, 75 now? Yeah, I guess you're approaching um, <laughs> the twilight years. <laughs> how, does, how does it feel to be the, the second most famous Austrian ever? <laughs> so with you being 75, we were keen to know, how do you stay in such good physical condition? I have a routine which basically means they do something we don't have to think much. So that means that if I get up in the morning, part of my routine is to get up in the morning, let's say five o'clock, then I make my coffee, I feed the animals, I go and read the paper, go through my iPad, Hmm. see if there are any important messages. So that's part of the routine, I don't even think about that. I also, part of the routine is that I have my bike already mounted on the back of my car. You I drive down and then take it off and I drive, I ride with the bike to the gym in the morning around 6 o'clock or so. Then I go to the gym and I work at 45 minutes to an hour, so that's also routine. It's always kind of the same thing, you know, to do arms and deltoids one day and the next day the chest and back and, uh, you know, calves and all this stuff I do every day and form a little bit and, and abs, of course, every day. Yeah. Uh, and then it repeats itself. And mm-hmm. then it is the whole week. And then at, uh, what is also routine is that at night, I do some extra cardiovascular work before I have dinner. So I go for, uh, in my home gym here, mm-hmm. I go upstairs and go for half an hour and do the arm cycle and or the treadmill or uh, the bird, uh, the, the life cycle or something like that that is cardiovascular so those are kind of routine things that i do and you try to add as many of those routine things uh, as possible because you do them them without ever thinking about it and that's what we need to do there's certain things that we need to do that is supposed to be a routine uh, that's supposed to be kind of part of your daily schedule without you having to think about it and uh, so that's basically my my kind of routine and i'm a big believer in that that's uh that's good good routine i need to get into a routine like that i think yeah well you've got a cookie in your hand right now <laughs> you put that cookie down <laughs> so you don't uh you don't skip leg day arnie <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. so like i said ben just has a biscuit in his hand um a lot of people find it difficult to to stay to stay healthy um, or to even get fit. So with that difficulty, um, how do you overcome that? Well, first of all, let me just go to your basic uh, statement where you said that for some people this is very difficult. I mean, people should just realize that I'm not gonna have any sympathy for any of those things. You know, when someone says it's difficult because there is a lot of things in life that are difficult. And you have to ask yourself the question right off the top, Mm. you know, are you going to be one of those guys that are going to go and back off every time something is difficult? 
Mm-hmm. Or do you want to yeah. be one of those guys that says, look, it doesn't matter if it's easy or difficult or most difficult. I'm going to go and crash through it. That's me. That's the person that I want to be. And I'm going to prove it to myself and I'm going to prove it to the rest of the world. So, yeah, there are certain things that are difficult. It's difficult for people to have a routine, but they just have to go and do that. And they should just work on it where they go and say, do something very simple. I'm going to go and get up every morning at, let's say, an hour early before they normally get up and just work on that. Maybe half an hour. That's, that's good advice. Yeah, that is. Ben, we were talking about Terminator mm. before. I guess one of our questions about Terminator 2, one of your most famous roles, what do you remember about that? Jim Cameron is just a genius writer. Because to come up with this idea to make the Terminator become a protector that hangs out with his kid, and because of that relationship, he starts learning human behavior, how to be more cool, and how to high five, and uh, you know, and how to say certain things, certain sayings, and all this made it very, very precious. I think because he was trying very hard. You know, when the kid says, he says like he never smile, he never smiles, smile, just like just smile, and I would go like this. <laughs> he says, "Oh my God! All right, that was a good try." You know, it really lent itself to some funny moments. So I think that was really important in the movie, and I think this is why the movie really uh, was so successful because it was a totally different spin. Here's Terminator, all of a sudden, not the killing machine, but a protector. So what an interesting spin! He was programmed differently, and uh, I think that people really enjoy that. Yeah, well, was the, was the best movie. Of all time? No. I wouldn't say all time, but definitely a real good movie and one of my favourites, I'd say. We, we know it's your birthday. You don't have too much time. We did have a couple of questions from Alex, one of our <laughs> listeners and one of our podcast guests back on episode five. Are you happy just to answer one or two more questions? Absolutely, yeah. So one of your <laughs> most well-known quotes, movie quotes, you said, I'll be back. Where did you go? California. <laughs> okay, and you said you'll be back. When are you coming back? In three and a half months. I guess we'll let you go. Ben, you've got no more questions either. No, no, it was uh, nice of you to join us. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Arnold. It was great to talk to you guys. Awesome. How did you organise that, Albert? I reached out to him on Instagram yeah. and said, 40 followers strong and growing. Yeah. Could you spare a, spare a couple of minutes? Yeah. On your birthday, and he said, "Yeah." So I just wish we had a cigar to smoke right now with him. <laughs> and he actually didn't even say, "I'll, I'll be back." So I think he's over that. I, I, yeah, yeah, he's getting I, old. He might not be back. I think he is. Oh God, we've been rambling forever today. I feel like each week. Should we do a blend? Let's do a blend. I've, did you do any what would you rather's this week? I have got one. Okay, I've got two, and I'm not sure about. It. I just thought them up today, but yeah. so maybe I don't know. We can do a couple. Of what would you rather while we have a blend? Yep, that sounds I've good. I've got some movie guests, and movie as well, and then call it a day. Let's call it a day. Let's call it a day. No chunks. We're back. What did you blend us? So what we have here is a berry sorbet, which is strawberry, raspberry with tomatoes juice added and chili whole chili viva viva a chili sorbet uh (coughs) oh it's a bit of spice there (laughs) no no not really (laughs) it's actually i don't know i'm not that offended by this do you like your spicy food Mm -hmm. i 
can taste the. I can spice bear, there. I can. There's a bit of background heat. Now Nicole doesn't think, seem to think that I have a soul because I can eat really really spicy stuff. You can because I can taste that. You can taste. I can taste the chili. I know there's chili in there, but it's not really spicy. So you enjoy it? I don't dislike it. I don't love it. The tomato juice is. Maybe if we put in some uh, vodka, you've got your blo- you got a bloody mary, I guess, almost here. So yeah. it's all right. It's not. It's no meat pie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Caesar salad was better. Mm. All right. What would you rather? What have you got? So you've got one. I thought of a couple. Yeah, today. I've got a very G-rated one there. I've got a PG thirteen one. I think. Okay. Would you rather be reincarnated as a bar of soap in a men's prison shower, or your mum's shower? <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you come up with these 50-50 <laughs> line ball because do you remember that ad there was a TV ad where the guy's like the Pepsi oh, yeah on yeah. the Pamela Anderson spiral oh, was soap was Claudia Schiffer Claudia Schiffer one of those yeah. yeah it wasn't quite the same that, that popped into my head and I thought what, how can I make that that ad worse? is so good yeah I thought how can I make that mm. and what would you rather I'm not even going to share mine because your ones are so creative <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> so it's one bar of soap the whole men's shower or just your mum's bathroom maybe mum's that your mum's yeah. just because she's cleaner yeah because you're and fully less, conscious right like you're going less little... um things happening in that shower <laughs> less okay yeah fair enough less ra- <laughs> less you yeah. just close your little soap eyes like <laughs> okay because <laughs> there'll be less showers as well there would be less and less people too because imagine like a whole yeah. cell block of dudes in the shower just yeah. passing you around yeah yeah no. so how about you i think uh, as bad as it sounds i guess the mom mom's one as well <laughs> let's do mine like, mine's very g-rated die poor with friends or die rich but with no friends die rich no friends fuck you guys eh? <laughs> uh how, how rich are we talking here we're talking you've got about a couple of properties You've got a steady income. You don't have to work. Oh, so not that rich. Royalties. Say you're getting ten million a year. And poor. So I'm like poor, basically now, pretty much now. At the traffic lights with oh, a sign. Yeah. Uh, so I've got nowhere to live. Obviously, my friends aren't that good friends because I'm living in a traffic light. So you've got some other traffic light friends. You've some got traffic, other... traffic light friends. So you've got those other friends. Oh, so maybe. Like, okay. You've got your other homeless friends. Nah, so rich with no friends then, because it sounds much better. I could. Uh, you know OnlyFans is around so I could do that you what about um, yeah go rich yeah go for rich, sure yeah. what about if you're lower class so you've got a job yeah you've got a rental accommodation you're living week to week mm-hmm. but you've got friends or you go rich you're getting as I said was it 10 or 20 million st- steady friends. income royalties you, yeah. you don't have to work you've nah. got properties you've got a boat I've got friends, but I can't afford to go out with them, and I've got I can't afford to buy video games or board games to play around. So I still die. Occasionally. Occasionally. Nah, rich, no friends. Rich, <laughs> no friends. The only one about you. Yeah. Rich, rich no <laughs> friends. Yeah. So How basically, shall we? How yeah, shall I, I think do? probably if we were put in that situation, you may change your mind. Yeah, I don't know. My friends aren't that good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Should we do a guess the movie and then call this call this a day? I think so. All right. Tell you the truth, it doesn't even handle that great. But that's not the idea, is it? What are we talking about here? Pussy, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's true lies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You went with the theme, well done. I love you, dude. I love you, bro, Montana. I love you, Holmes. I love you, Broseph Quibbles. I love you, Machacha. Well, <laughs> no idea. No, I've definitely seen it before. Can you play it one more time? 
I can. I love you, dude. I love you, bro, Montana. I love you, Holmes. I love you, Broseph Quibbles. I love you, Machacha. I'm not sure. Oh, it's, I gave you, like, most of the title. Bro, Machacha. I, I um, love you, man. I love you, man. Dude, where's my car? No, no, the movie's called I Love You, Man. Oh, I Love You, Man. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't? No. I reckon get your ass on tonight. Do yourself a favour. Oh. Got Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. Oh, maybe 12 years ago, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's such a good movie, I think. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Good one, Ben. Thank you. I've got um, easy ones for you. Now, if any of you sons of bitches got anything else to say, now's the fucking time! I didn't think so. <laughs> it's Kill Bill, but do you, is it one or two? It's Kill Bill 1, right? She's fighting the next to her. The, yeah. Yeah, she's in the samurai fight with the... No, nah, that's a meeting. Is it the meeting, is it? She's got a meeting with Oh, the that's right. It's Lucy Liu and she yeah. cuts the guy's head off. Yeah. Yeah, got it. That's right. Yeah. Well done, Ben. Thank you. You're back. You're back. Here we go. Nothing is more powerful than a young boy's wish. Except an Apache helicopter. An Apache helicopter has machine guns and missiles. No, I have no idea. No idea? Ted. Have you seen Ted? Once, yeah. Oh, okay. Ages wow. ago. Wow. I've been doing well on these guest movies. But yeah, we I've had tried a few to... weeks break and uh, I suck now. I've tried to shrink down the clips because I was going yeah. too long and you've gone a little bit longer and I'm shrinking. Okay. It's like I've gone to the beach. Normal. <laughs> <laughs> Last one for me. All right. Milt, your new book is called The End of the World. Now, can you tell us when it's going to be or do we have to buy the book? And that is the whole problem with aliens. Is you... It's Ghostbusters. But... What? Which one? Ghostbusters 2. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Oh, can I get one? Here we go. I feel like uh, this. I don't know if you're going to get this. This is pretty tough to get. Again. This is pretty, another old, fairly old movie and right. quite tough. Here we go. Well, would it help if you went back to thinking I'm your sister? Like I'm some sort of white trash perv. Should I do it? I'm your sister. I'm your sister. Oh, you're my sister. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Oh, sorry. That's right. Answer that too quickly. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I got that one. Yeah, that was, that was a good movie, wasn't it? Remember when that yeah. came out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Somebody just got murdered in my car park. <laughs> it's all right. Whip crack. All right, I think we're done. An hour and a half again. Well done. Yeah, good. I think that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, thanks again to our guests, Robbie. Yeah, first guest, and happy birthday again, Arnold. Yeah, Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Hopefully, he will be back. It would be good. Maybe get him on for longer this time. Yeah. Um, next week. Uh, we got a returning guest next week. No, we don't. No. What's next week? We've got a uh, work colleague. Your one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I look Have forward. you forgotten? I I check. Every now and then, but I think COVID's broken my brain. Uh, so anyway, but good chat. Thanks for coming. See you next week. Thank you. See ya, listeners. Goodbye. If you die, can I have your car? Sweet. <laughs> Curious ramblings. <laughs> oh, bon Jovi, oh my God.